Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. I've spent, man, over two decades helping leaders build legendary brands, and I have learned some things. And so this is a big part of what I do for work, is help leaders build these great organizations. And I've had enough questions from the folks listening here to ask, hey, tell us a little more about these other engines. What does that look like? Because so far, I've been focusing most on the individual upgrades, Regardless of your role, whether you're a parent or a CEO, whether you're a creative or a technical person, the universal systems and how we upgrade our lives. Love that stuff. But as we go, I'm going to be talking more about some of the other engines on how you build great brands, how you build great companies, how you build great teams. And so I'm just going to do a bit of a teaser now, kind of a high level overview. Because again, I've gotten enough questions about this pretty regularly that, all right, let me, let me unpack some of these other engines and give those of you who are interested some ideas to play with on this organizational group building. So we'd say that legendary brands have two engines. There's a customer experience engine and an employee engagement engine. Let me put it simply. You got to wow your customers. So they love you, come back, pay full price, tell people to work with you. You want this kind of raving fan engagement, not just uh, regular satisfied folks. Like, yeah, that was fine. Well, that creates a great brand. How do you wow your customers? And what are the set of systems and tools? And then the second is you have to have engaged employees. They have to buy in, believe it, and actually give it their best. No matter what you do, you can't do it unless your people are all in. I mean, unless you're a one-man team. And then, I guess, technically, you still have to deal with employee engagement. Uh, We just also call that self-management, right? But any of you, even who work with one other person, need to start figuring out how we play well together. This is it. I mean, I'm oversimplifying, but not really. When you do customer stuff well, you have a great customer experience, and you have really engaged all-in people high quality, high excellence, yeah, you can become a legendary brand. In fact, there's nothing else required to be a legendary brand. Now, how you do those things, each is their own engine. And each is stuff that we spend lots of time training and coaching and assessments and and even project plans helping people build these parts. So I'm going to do a flyover of stuff that we spend sometimes four years working with people in big multinational areas, helping them build this out, right? Lots of details, Here's the executive summary. In the customer experience engine, it begins with customer insight. Do you actually know your customers? Do you really understand them or do you just have customer data? Customer data is not the same as customer insight. You might know what they buy, when they buy. Do you know why? Quick sidebar, we also work primarily with businesses, but also with nonprofits and with creative and even government agencies. And so maybe your main metric is not finance. Uh, How do I profit, build this relationship profitably, right? You might be someone you serve, a constituent, and the money comes from another source. 
but there's still a quote-unquote customer. You might not call it customer. You might say constituent. You might say congregation member, right? There's a lot of other words for it, but who are the people you serve? So I'm going to use the business stuff because that's the, the most universally understood and honestly, the bulk of the people I work with right now. So you can translate this though. You're bright enough to say, okay, here's the parallel in my setting. So it begins with customer insight. And we've got this fun little diagram that we use and we make it like an engine, but this isn't one of the engine gears. Customer insight is the fuel in your engine. It creates the the information, the insights that allow you to say, ah, what do I do with this? Right? Well, so, so there's three gears, if you can visualize this, that kind of rotate uh, in a bit of a triangle in the center. And the biggest gear, the first one to start with, if you're going to create a customer experience engine, is operational excellence. Yeah, it's not what most people are thinking, right? Customer experience is going to be like handwritten notes and parties, right? Yeah, we'll get there. But none of that matters if you don't first have operational excellence. We say operational excellence is first in sequence and in priority. See, the question they're asking is, can I trust you? Not necessarily how smart you are. It can help, but... If you're inconsistent, then they don't trust you. So the key to this is consistency. In fact, you can be inconsistently excellent and you will earn the same amount of trust as someone who's consistently bad, right? The guy who who only steals from you sometimes, you trust at the same level as the guy who steals all the time, right? My partner only cheats on me once in a while. Well, that counts for zero trust. It's all or nothing when it comes to this. It's consistent or it doesn't count. So you got to build excellence in the fundamentals to say, I can trust these people. And you try to throw a party with people when you've been inconsistent on the foundational stuff you were supposed to deliver. They might show up. They probably won't. But if they do, they'll be annoyed. Like you've got energy to throw a party for me and you didn't show up on time last time or you didn't deliver this thing with excellence. Yeah, build operational excellence. Okay, now let's say you've got that, which is a lot of work. Wave the magic wand. You built these systems that build trust, right? This is where all the details are. We're going to skim past them. The next piece you build is personalized service. Can you make a personal connection? Can you make them, the question they're asking is, do you see me? Do you care about me? Am I a real person or am I just a transaction to you? Like if they don't trust you, they don't think this. But if they do, they start wondering. It's human. We're all wondering this, right? Hey man, do you trust me? Do I, do I see you? Can, do you see me too? One of powerful quotes on this that I love is that being heard, feeling heard, is so close to feeling loved that most people can't tell the difference. Do you make them feel seen and heard? Small touches can make a big difference here. On the diagram, this is a little gear compared to the big fat operational excellence gear. I mean, that's a that's a powerful beast, right? This little guy, little touches. I see you. That's it. Once in a while. And there's a bunch of ways to do that from high touch things to high tech tools but you create a personalized service experience. And then, man, if you've done all this, they love you. And they're still probably telling nobody about you. If you want them to talk, you gotta give them a story to tell. So we talk about creating memorable moments. That's the name of the final gear in the center. Memorable moments. These story-worthy things that pop and like, ah, I gotta tell you about this. And you take pictures and you create an opportunity. And at the heart of it is this. The mistake most everyone makes when they try to get the people to talk about their company or ministry or whatever organization you're in is to to spread the word, is you try to make a story where you're the hero of the story. Yeah, it's not about you. They don't want to tell your story. They might even believe you're awesome, right? They want to be able to tell their story. So how do we create an experience where they can tell a story 
that lets them prove to themselves and the world they really are the kind of people they want to be. They're, they're the kind of hero they dream of. And there's lots of little ways to do this from giving Harley Davidson folks a ride experience where they can be out with the folks and be seen in their cool jackets to, to daddy-daughter date nights at Chick-fil-A to, to some business stuff where you get people into a conference or give them a special award for their excellence and make them feel like, yes, I really am this kind of company. We really are this kind of team. Oh yeah, there's lots of ways again in the details, but wrapping around all this to wrap up this engine is what we would call a healthy leadership team. Do you actually work together as a single unit? Do you all pull the rope in the same direction or is everybody kind of running um, independent track team races where like, I hope you win, but your win is no bearing on my win. I'm running siloed thing over here. No, you gotta get your whole team together and run the whole play. We've seen this, it wasn't on the early versions of this engine, by the way, because uh, we thought, hey, that's phone. I love leadership stuff, but that's a separate category, right? No, we, we kept running into this. If you don't have a healthy leadership team, none of the other stuff's going to happen. None of the other stuff's going to stick. Nothing else matters. It's not a separate gear. That's why, because it's the belt in my visual. It's a, you know, this, this strap that wraps around all the other gears and keeps them moving in unison and collaborating and running smoothly. This is your engine, customer insight, operational excellence, personalized service, memorable moments, and a healthy leadership team wrapped around it all. You get that done, I'm just telling you, I've seen it in so many different industries, including technical, commodity, business to business, stuff that you might, ah, you can't do it here. Nope, done it, seen it, it works. Put this together, you'll have raving fans. So this is your customer experience engine. Well, the employee engagement. If you're a leader, your uh, your customer, quote unquote, is your team. How do you get a great team to show up and deliver and to love it and to bring their best? Well, there's an engine. And what do you know? It's a parallel diagram, but the, the words are different on it. Similar graphic image shape, but again, imagine different words. The fuel that goes in here instead of customer insight is employee insight. Do you really know your team or do you just know facts about them? I mean, I'll just poke real quick. If they have kids, I bet you one of the most, if not the most important thing in their lives is their kids. Do you know your kids, their kids' names? Do you know the story of their kids? I mean, the basic stuff. We're not talking about deep intimacy. It doesn't have to be lifetime best friends, but do you know the basic stuff they care most about? Do you know why they picked you? Do you know what they want for long-term? I mean, just simple stuff. Do you really understand your people or do you just assign them tasks and know if they do their tasks? The more employee insight you have, the more you can do all the rest of the engine with excellence. All right, so we get into our three gears at the center. The first big gear, the, the heavy, you know, huge deal that makes a difference here. Instead of operational excellence, we call this giving them a fair deal. They need a fair deal, guys. If the pay's not fair, doesn't have to be crazy, but if it's not fair, the best people aren't staying. I'm sorry. I don't care how nice you are. They're not dumb. They're not going to stay for underpay. Not long. The pay's got to be fair. Then the next piece of this is, uh, you know, clarity around what are the rules of this game? How do you win and succeed? And do you guys follow your rules? And do you have the kind of fundamentals that say this is a good place to work? Not fancy stuff. This isn't ping pong tables. It's a fair deal, guys. Listen, they're still asking the same question. They're asking to their bosses, to their team, to the company around them, can I trust you? Can I trust you? Can I, can I relax and be myself here? Or is this a dangerous place? Or is this place that's uh, arbitrary and I don't know why? Or maybe you have clear rules, but you haven't explained them. So they're all guessing. Why did she get promoted? What did she do that I didn't do? 
This is where politics comes from. Politics comes when there are unclear rules on who wins or decisions are made in secret. So how do we pull out of that? Create a fair deal where it's open on us, right? I'm getting into the weeds. Let me pull back up and keep my flyby going here. So fair deal. And then we start to build real community. Humans want to do things together. Humans thrive in real community. So we got to define community. What exactly does that mean? That's a big fluffy word, right? I'll throw out my definition of community. Community is a place where people know and are known, love and are loved, serve and are served, challenge and are challenged, and ultimately celebrate and mourn together. Now that definition of community takes it from a fluffy, vague thing to like, oh, what do we do to help our people get known? How do we help them serve? What do we need to celebrate? What do we need to mourn? Business or personal, you can get some into that. You don't have to get way into everybody's details to do this, but at least some that you celebrate we work, we hit our goal. Man, we didn't, and we need to own that together and sit in that for a second. That's part of real community. How do we help people open up and connect more? Again, not inappropriately, but enough. Talk about their kids. I mean, basic stuff sometimes can be really powerful. So real community. And then the final piece here is we talk about connecting them to a bigger purpose. You really want your team to give you their best? Then they have to see that it's more than just a job. It's more than just happy customer. It's a way to make the world a better place. It may even be a way to make their own lives better in the process. If you can show them that, oh man, they will take off. They will will surprise you with their passion and creativity. You do not have to be the only one who cares deeply about the brand. Listen, I've gotten a chance to work for some of the great brands of our time, many of which are family-owned, still in third, fourth generation of the family, passionate. They're like, ah, no, I've heard people say, no one cares as much as I do about my business. And honestly, I might poke at that a little bit. Why? Why are you the only one who cares that much? It might be because the grand vision is just serving you. But if there truly is something bigger than you and you're excited about that, why can't somebody else also find their life and meaning and purpose in chasing the same grand purpose. I've seen it happen. So now listen, if you start there, right? If you, you try to start with bigger purpose and make up for the fact that you don't have a fair deal, that's not going to work. There's a bit of a, a progression here. But if you've done the other things, then you can invite them into this bigger purpose. Man, I'm just telling you, bigger and more powerful than you might think to wake up your team and get some really cool stuff done. And then wrapping around this is a belt in this engine as well. And this time it's servant leaders. This is leaders who get the idea that their job is not for everyone else to serve them, that the leader's job is to set everyone else up for success. The leader's there to make sure their team has what they need, is challenged appropriately. It doesn't mean servant means uh, you're passive and at their beck and call. You're not just a servant. You're a servant leader. But you're not just a leader who's saying, here's the thing, whether it helps you or not. It's this really beautiful fusion of servant leader. I use my leadership authority and insight to make you better at your job and point us all in the same direction of the mission. I serve the mission. I serve my team both. One of my powerful quotes, I got this actually from Truett Cathy. He was the founder of Chick-fil-A. I had the life-changing opportunity to actually work directly with him uh, the last few years that he was alive and working. And so... One of the many, many things he said that's powerful. 
I'd never forget this. He said, every employee is more important than their job and no employee is more important than the mission. You as a person matter, but no employee is more important than the mission. The mission of the organization is not to sit around and stare at each other and make each other feel awesome. It's to do something good in the world together. And so if you aren't helping us with our mission, we might love you as a human and why don't you just go be one of our friends instead of one of our coworkers. But if you want to help us with our mission, wow. But at any day, if you have a crisis, your personal crisis trumps your tasks. We can get, we can find someone else. We'll figure it out. You matter. But again, you got to be on mission with us. This servant leadership mentality that manages to hold that balance, that it's both, that you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. Man, that allows you to build the kind of place where they get a fair deal, they have real community, and they feel connected to a bigger purpose. You do this, guys, you just have engaged employees. You'll have people who will delight you with how much they pick up the banner and run with you. You don't have to run alone. It doesn't have to be lonely. So this is it. These are the two engines. If you want to build something legendary, if you want to make a, a permanent dent in the world and leave a mark that makes things better around you, then you need to build two engines. You need a customer experience engine and you need an employee engagement engine. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long, and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.